Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot more to get to. Media Day breakdowns, men's and women's basketball, and we're going to help try to get you some money here with a U of A USC prediction. You're listening to keep. Uh, let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we're about 24 hours removed from uh, Pac-12 Media Day and everything that went down. Now, I'm going to make the case for why Arizona is going to win at least one of the games against conference favorite UCLA. Then we're going to get to a little bit of George Kliakoff as well. But there's a lot to get to here. First and foremost, though, let's talk about the University of Arizona and how they match up with uh, how they match up with UCLA. Again, UCLA is the conference favorite uh, UCLA. And you know what? Honestly, I get, I get it as well. UCLA is the team that, you know, when you look at them, they've got Jaime Hawkes. They've got a guy who is really, you know, Jaime Hawkes is, he's a killer out there. He is a, he is a next level type player. And it makes sense as to why he would, you know, why UCLA would be favored there. But, Here's the thing, though, with UCLA that I think a lot of people need to uh, keep in mind is that UCLA doesn't have much depth up front. As a matter of fact, they've only got one dude up front, and that's uh, and that's a freshman as well. So you watch them and you think, all right, well, you know, um, I do think that uh, I do think that Arizona. Um, they got three big guys, and again, three guys who, besides just the Julius Tabellas, are legitimate seven foot or you know legitimate seven footers. They're not small. They're not. Uh, they aren't these guys that you know you look at and you're like, all right, well, um, this probably won't work out. There's a lot to like about all of these guys, and again, I don't know who UCLA is going to put on them. Now, granted, UCLA has got Jaime Hawkes. We know that. Hawkes is a fantastic player, but he's also six foot seven. When you look at Azulis Tabellis, he's about six foot nine, six foot ten, and that's a matchup that he needs to be able to win. I don't, you know, there's really no other da- way around it. So again, I think UCLA could certainly have a better, could end up having a better record than Arizona, but I do think that Arizona matches up very, very well with uh, um, the very well with the University of uh, California, Los Angeles. All right, now let's get to a little bit of George Kaliakov talk. Um, all right, I will admit, and anybody that follows me, um, you probably know that I am. I support Arizona going to the Big 12. And again, I get all the flaws with Arizona, uh, with the Big 12. I get it, the travel, you were in some, you know, some podunk cities, totally get that. But my problem with the Pac-12 is all I care about is the best spot for Arizona to be. And to me, that best spot is in the Big 12 because let's just start with George Kliakoff. For 15 years now, 12 years, this has been a franchise that um, has – or this has been a 
this has been a program um, that, or this has been a conference that has just not been run like the other big time schools. Um, that's just the way it is. Um, and George Kliakoff came in, had a reputation for a guy that made some moves. I've seen none of that. When you watch him, he inspires no confidence whatsoever. He also is a guy who I think is, I think he's in a little bit over his head. And let's, you know, let's start first. When he took over, one of his first things was he wasn't looking to expand. Well, um, that was that cool story, dude, is the guy, a cool story, bro, as the kids would say. Everybody else is looking to expand and you're not. And to make matters worse, the conference is looking to expand or taking your flagship programs from underneath you. Then on top of that, you've got the University of uh uh, you now you've got him saying a bunch of other stuff that doesn't make any sense. He said that he hasn't talked. Uh, he hasn't talked with anybody that um, supports the uh, that supports the move from UCLA to go to the Big Ten, and he thinks they're going to lose money. Asked about it, you know, a little bit further on, and he said, um, "Well, he couldn't provide any proof." which I don't think really surprised anybody right there. He couldn't, he couldn't provide any proof. And he just looks, he, you watch him and then you watch your mark and you can tell too, that there's a reason that ESPN Fox, that they're prioritizing the big 12 over the PAC 12. The PAC 12 is just not well run. And, you know, when you watch John Canzano on uh, Twitter and he's talking about how the PAC 12 is going to be making all these power moves. No, dude, you literally were talking about how you expected a TV deal done on August 6th. That didn't happen. And not only did it not happen, nobody thought that it was going to happen. So you get people there that are kind of becoming Kliakoff, just apologists for lack of a better term. And that kind of comes back to bite you at some points, I think. And I think it's going to come back to bite him here. Now, again, the big 12 is far from perfect. Again, it's, I know that it's not a great, uh, I know that it's not a great, academic school or uh, the big 12. It's not a great academic, uh, you know, uh, conference, but you know, let's be honest here. I graduated from the university of Arizona. My entire family graduated from the university of Arizona. It's a lot of, uh, again, it's a good school. It's not a great school. Nobody goes away and says, you know what, that's going to be the, uh, that's going to be the, uh, you know, my ticket to the, uh, my ticket to riches. And I love the U of A. Nobody backs the A more than, more than me, but it's, it's just an okay conference. It's just an okay con or con or it's just a okay academic school. When you look at it compared to the other schools out there, um, I will look at it, Arizona though. And I do think that, um, you got, you go to the big 12 and here's the deal. First of all, you got more stability right there because you've got a conference that is, you know, that is going to be locked up. You, uh, any way you look at it, uh, ESPN and ABC are prioritizing that conference for a reason. I don't think that anybody should be, uh, I don't think that anybody should be surprised by that. Um, but I think what is fascinating though about Arizona is that if you're in the pack, if you're in the Big Twelve. It's pretty cool because the conference is about the same football wise. You know that you've got a few schools that are really, you know, you've got a few schools that are really good. Baylor, 
you know, Baylor's very good. Oklahoma State's very good. And then you got a bunch of kind of middling teams. That's essentially Oregon and Utah right there. And then, so again, let's just say that it's about even, something like that. Um, without these schools, the basketball is not even close to being comparable right there. And that's where, you know, I think that Arizona really does kind of make its uh, kind of makes its mark, to be honest with you. Arizona basketball school, there's no way around it. It just is. It's a basketball school. It will always be a basketball school. Why not go to a place that values basketball? And if you were to go there, you are automatically the best one in the entire conference. Or the be- It's automatically the best basketball conference in the entire country. There's no way. There's no doubt about it. That's just kind of the way it is right there. Now, when it comes to... Uh, you know, travel and whatnot. I get it, but we're also kind of at the stage right now, uh, folks, where this is going. Travel is going to be just part of the way that la- college landscape goes. That yes, there's going to be some inopportune times, inopportune places. But you know what? Five, six, seven years from now, when you've got these, when you got two mega conferences, that's what's going to happen. And there's just you know, there's no way around it. So. Yes, the travel might be a little inconvenient, but it's also, I think, at a point where you got to basically get going right now. Um, the Big 12, I think, would love to have Arizona. When you watch what Yormark said, that's basically what he did say. So, again, when I look at George Kaliakoff, there's absolutely nothing about him that inspires any confidence from me. So, you know, but again, who knows? Uh, who knows exactly where it is with all of that? But. You know, that's kind of where that's where it is. That's my conference media day takeaways from George Kleokoff. Now, a couple things. Let's get here to the Bet Online Sportsbook. Let's try to get you some money right here. All right. Bet Online Sportsbook is absolutely fantastic. The reason it's fantastic is because you can get all of the odds, you can get everything you want in game, everything that people have. But the best part about it, though, and I keep telling people, is how user friendly it is. You got, I get a lot of people that'll say, I'm just kind of overwhelmed by the entire, you know, sports betting stuff. I get on there. This is, Bet Online makes it to where you don't really have to worry about that. They want you to be in, they want this to be easy for you because, quite frankly, they want your services. And it's a great place to be able to bet money. Again, check it out. The Bet Online Sportsbook, it's been around forever. It's not going anywhere. And there's a reason that it's not going anywhere. It's because it's trusted out there. So again, check it out, Bet Online Sportsbook. All right, we'll be right back with you now. We're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to talk a little bit of Arizona Women's Basketball Media Day coming up next. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, Arizona Women's Basketball. Pick to finish second in one poll, pick to finish third in the other. Where we're at, though, right now is that Arizona is a basketball program now with full credibility, with full potential out there. Arizona lost quite a few players. There's no, you know, over the last couple of years, you lost Ari McDonald, you lost Sam Thomas. You've lost some really good guys or players, but Adia Barnes said at the time that she was not necessarily worried about any of this. And the reason she wasn't is because she had an idea. She was going to be able to reload and reload. Did she? Just talk about some of the players you brought in. You brought in Jade Lavelle, who is arguably the best scorer in the entire conference. Arizona fans uh, know that, uh, you know, up front, 
that yes, she's a next uh, she's a next level scorer. As our good friend PJ Brown says, she's a walking bucket. I love that term. Then you bring in Lauren Fields, who averaged about 15 a game last year at Oklahoma State. Then you bring in Esmarie Martinez, 12 and 8. Again, all at uh, you know big time schools right here, or you know Power Five schools. That's where it becomes interesting, though. Then you've got other players coming in. You've got one of the best recruiting classes in the nation coming in. On top of that, the following year you have the number one rated class. So again, people know with Adia, with Adia Barnes where this program is going. And I don't think that it's really leaving, to be honest with you. I think that we're here. I think we're at the point now where Arizona Arizona women's basketball is here and it's going to be a top 10 to 15 entity. I get that Arizona is not preseason top 10, but I do believe that this is going to be his uh, or her most talented team because you've got the scoring You've got the athleticism, you've got the length, you've got all of that. And, you know, when you, you know, when you're dealing with uh, something like basketball, that's what you want. And so again, we'll see how all the pieces mold, because keep in mind, that is a big part of this is how pieces all mold together. A lot of times you get players that come in and they just don't really fit together. That is, you know, obviously something you're looking to avoid if you're Arizona, but Adia also said that she knew that, you know, when she came in, that she was going to be able to make some, bring in some real players. And at this stage, it's kind of like Tommy Lloyd. Everything that she touches touches is turned to gold. So I'm not going to be the one that's going to doubt any of that. I'm going to obviously, what Adia Barnes thinks is best for the program is best for her. I obviously am going to follow that as well. I, but I do believe by the end of the year, Arizona is going to take some bumps. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that uh, Arizona won't take some bumps. But this is also a squad that I think has more talent, just p- more pure raw talent than the team that took over in, uh, um, excuse me, in the uh, and went to the national title game. Granted, there's no Ari McDonald's here, but. This is also a pretty talented roster in of itself. So again, we'll see where this all lands, but I am a, I'm a big fan of what Adia did here. And if all these pieces can come together, I think you're looking at a, pro, a program that, you know, I I think this team has national title potential. I really do. That uh, That's how good that I think this team is. And so again, we'll continue to see, uh, we'll continue to see where, um, where this team goes, but I do believe they have national title content or contender abilities as well. All right. One thing too, we need to talk to you a little bit about is sweat block. All right. Sweat block. How many times have you been with somebody who has a problem sweating? You're around them and you just feel terrible for them. Um, Pamela give you a story would hide in the office bathroom 30 minutes to dry off her armpits so that nobody would see her circles in her arms. She finally had her life back because of sweat block. And again, the sweat block wipes were featured and tested in the Rachel Ray show by firefighters. If you or someone you love has experienced embarrassing sweat or odor or arm, uh, or, uh, get them sweat block, save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Again, get in there right now. That's where it's all about. We're going to come back with you now. We're going to talk a little bit of Arizona football, but we'll be right back with you. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats podcast. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we've got some more stuff that we're going to get to right here. We're going to talk about... 
uh, this University of Arizona football team against USC. And again, something that I think is a real testament to the Jed Fish coaching staff, to be quite honest with you. When Jed Fish came in here, this was one of the this was one of the least talented receiving cores that we had seen at the University of Arizona. And, you know, we've seen some pretty untalented squads, but this one really kind of took the bait or took the uh, took pretty much everything right there. This was a squad who this was a team that um, this was a team that um, you look at them and you're like, all right, there just aren't next level players right there. There aren't, there's not next, there's not potential, there's not next level potential right there. Um, I, uh, Jake, or in one off season, you bring in Jacob Cowing, you bring in, uh, you bring in Jacob Cowing, you bring in uh, uh, McMillan, you get a Dorian Singer to continue to improve. Then we're not even talking about guys that haven't played a ton this year. You're probably going to get a big jump, a Kevin Green, an AJ Jones. Players like that that are going to fit in really well. Key and Burnett, for another example. So that was a massive overhaul of the receiving core, and the receiving core obviously needed that. You also needed somebody who could get them the ball, and who could get them the ball. That's where Jaden Delora comes into the mix. Now, again, you watch him last year, and Jaden Delora was, or you watch him last year, quarterback play just wasn't good. There was no, there's no way around it. It just was not a good, uh, just not a good team um, or good, good situation. But now what's fascinating though, is that Arizona now has one of the best pass catch receiving units in the entire conference. And I would, I would venture in the entire country. Now it's going to be interesting to see what exactly they can do next game, but um, I think Arizona is going to be able to put some points on the board. I would go to the Bet Online Sportsbook if I wanted to put that. Now, as far as a prediction, we will get to that in just a second. But first, mysolarnerd.com. If you're out here in the Southwest, you know everybody's looking at getting solar. Um, but, you know, it's confusing. There's a lot of different third-party options. Why not be the person that uses mysolarnerd.com and uses that as, you know, basically a way to – Get get where you need to be able to get because they cut through all the red tape right there and they get you the best deal. Again, absolutely fantastic. Check it out, mysolarnerd.com. It's helped me. They can help you. They're in this business to help you. Um, and again, check it out, mysolarnerd.com. All right. Now, as far as an Arizona prediction, when you've got an over-under of 76 points, you know that there's probably going to be a lot of points that are going to be put up on the board. Now, um, I watch uh, watch USC, and yes, their offense is going to score a ton because keep in mind, Arizona does not have a good defense. But I also think, though, that Arizona is going to be able to put some points on the board. Um, so I'm looking at a score somewhere like 52 to 31, something like that. But I'm back in the A right here. I'm thinking that this will be a team that uh, will put some points on. And again, they're fascinating to watch. That is the big part about it. You know what? If you're going to lose or you're going to improve, at least try to get, at least be better by being exciting to watch. Jed Fish has done that. The offense is fun. I look for a, a shootout, for lack of a better term. But 
That's where I think we're at right there, though. I'm going something like 52-31. And if we're talking about putting up 31 points and giving up 52, I'm okay with that. I just don't want a 70-13 to game or something like that. Again, it's homecoming, so try to make it out there. All the players out there could use your support. But we're going to be back with you, as always. We're doing this day in and day out now. Season is in full effect. But as always, you have a great rest of your Thursday out there. And thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. We will talk to you soon.